What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I'm your host, Josh. You're my co-host. KG in the hizay. And if you are looking for the best uh, place to be for advice on fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, happiness, health, this is your one-stop shop. Uh, We cover everything. If you're new to the podcast for whatever reason, on Mondays, we just answer a ton of questions that are submitted to us from our Instagram at Colossus Fit. Be sure to give us a follow there at C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. So we answer those questions. You know, we just kind of talk through life, give some more, like a more laid back approach to, you know, how it all works. And then Thursday, we cover a topic. We really dive into it. And that's kind of the structure of the podcast. Uh, And if you're new, thank you so much for stopping by. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. But before we fully jump into our quotes, our thoughts, and all of that good stuff, we just wanted to make a little bit of an announcement. So obviously, we've mentioned this before, we do have the summer special taking place. Now, who is the summer special for? This is for anybody that just kind of wants to take their fitness level up a notch, someone that deserves better, somebody that is kind of happy where where they're at, but just like wants to be better. Or you don't even have to be happy where where you're at. If you just want to lose weight, gain muscle, if you kind of want a program for getting back into the gym, if you just want guidance on nutrition and you're listening to this like, man, I just need someone to kind of steer me in the right direction for a couple of months, even two months at, at the very least, we're your guys. We will take care of you for a discounted rate. But the thing is, we're only going to be taking on serious applications. So if you do go to our website, colossusfitness.com, and you click the online coaching tab, if you are a serious applicant, if you can actually fill out the form and tell us why we should help you, uh, we will answer you. And, uh, you know, we do turn down people like 100%. If we just don't feel like you're the right person for our coaching service, we will turn you down. So um, we are looking forward to helping you out. We have a couple spots available. Uh, jump to it now. And, uh, anything else to add there no that's that's right there that's yeah. it i mean yeah once again we're, we're happy to work with anyone who is actually serious about getting change at the end of the day we will give you everything you need uh to create that change you know all the resources to really expedite your journey you know take the guesswork out of this whole process like what food should i be eating what macros what's my maintenance you know am i actually eating more than i should am i eating less than i should like how can i optimize my you know nutrition patterns how can i be in a program that is best made for me that is periodized for my success that utilizes the best and latest scientific principles obviously you know like dup progressive overload all these great things uh you know we're your guys we're here to get you in the best shape of your life and this is something we've been able to do now for about 500 people which is amazing with an above a 97 success rate which we're really really proud of and that's it when you've done this for this many people you can really see you know it's not a fluke it's a formula and we want to get you in on this formula and we want to help you so you know if you're someone who actually wants to see that change and you're ready to see that change do yourself a favor inquire you know really spend some time letting us know why you're interested in coaching um you know once again we would love to work with you we just need to make sure that you want this as bad as we do because as much as i want you to succeed i can't force someone to succeed unless they actually listen follow the formula and really get it going. And the truth is we're honestly looking for success stories. We're not just looking for someone to, you know, pay us and then and then do nothing. Like we just really want to see every single person that signs up get in the best shape of their life and be like, wow, I did it because I committed and because of the Colossus coaching. So yeah, inquire now. And uh, that's our only out of the, uh, the episode. So I guess we should jump right into it. Yeah, we want you to be our next transformation. You know, I want you to be like, this was so worth it. This is the best thing I've ever done. I want to tell all my friends. I want to shout it from the rooftops. Yeah, I want you to be confident in your own skin. I want you to do what you thought was impossible.
possible. And once again, you can do that either just DM us on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Uh, just message us, learn more. Uh, that's how we'll know you're coming from this episode and we can kind of help you out because of that. Or you can go to our website and just fill out a form. But once again, I recommend Instagram. It's a little bit faster. You know, make sure you're following us, you know, to keep up to date with what's going on and what we're doing. But yeah, let's jump into it. What's your quote? My quote, um, as you guys know from last week episode, I, I had that little app downloaded. And uh, it's funny because the messages come in at random times. And, you know, I was like uh, mid-workout and then it came uh, it came in. You know, I was struggling the other day and, and the quote said, when you feel like giving up, remember why you held on for so long in the first place. And um, I just thought it was pretty cool. Like I always like the quotes about like giving up and stuff because there's always times, even though I never feel like giving up on my fitness journey, there's times I feel like maybe giving up on the day of eating or giving up on like a run or like just even my like intense leg workout or whatever it is. So I think this is a good reminder for anyone right now. And like, we've had so many people in the group, um, from our, uh, from our 60 day uh, shred challenge who, you know, let's say the scale potentially goes up like two pounds on one day. And they're like, you know, usually in the past that would like get them and they would kind of throw in the towel and they've all been able to push through because they have the right mindset now because they've just, you know, shifted their mindset from like thinking, Oh wow, the scale went up two pounds to like, Hey, look at, like how amazing I'm feeling or looking like in this new pair of pants and stuff. But just remember why you held on for so long. Remember why you started your fitness journey. You know, there's gonna be a lot of times I feel like probably so many people give up, um, but I just truthfully believe that when you keep going throughout those times, like I had a client, you know, huge shout out to her. Her name's Kelsey for two, uh, for about four weeks, she was stuck at 210 pounds, just you know, I don't know what it was. It's just a matter of kind of staying consistent. And now every single week she's down 1.5 pounds and she's about to break that 200 pound mark. And sometimes you just got to keep going. Like it's like those times where you want to give up and where most people will give up that you just stay the course and you can accomplish some crazy things. So yeah, that was my quote for the week. And I thought it uh, was pretty applicable to everyone here. Yeah, we, um, you know, once again, I guess you could be our client shout out as well, because I think that's awesome. And, yeah. you know, that's something I hit on a lot with my clients. And it's funny because even today, uh, I had one of my personal training clients, his weight got sucked for about a week, uh, dead, same mark, you know, I'd say, what's weight, you know, he'd tell me and, oh, you know, and sometimes, you know, the answer is to do nothing. Like you're at a good place where you should lose. Everything should add up. And if it doesn't happen, obviously there's things you can do, but you know, where people go wrong is they lack optimism. Um, when you lack optimism, you know, it's over. That's kind of the end of that. So if you're not actually thinking positively, you go, oh, it's stuck, heck with it. I'm just going to, you know, eat more, do whatever, not care anymore. Uh, that's where you mess up. But especially with weight loss, you know, some people just really, really, really finicky. You know, it'll take a little bit of time. And even with him, he came in today and he's like, so he was stuck at 230 and he came today. He's like, 227, what the heck? Like, I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, I told you. Like, sometimes it just you'll see people stick for a bit and they'll get these huge drops. And what it really comes down to is, you know, staying the course, being consistent. These are things we're big, big fans of. And what's great about our coaching versus other people is, you know, our goal isn't to starve you out. I'm not just trying to say here, starve and do as much volume as possible. Because once again, that's a formula that'll work, but it won't work with everyone. And where coaching comes so like why it needs to be personal is I really need to make sure it's, you know, suited to your life. Like how much volume can you do where you're not going to get burned out? Are you someone who works 12 hours of construction? I'm going to have to make you a very different routine than someone who's in IT. They're sitting all day. Then, you know, perhaps we're going to get at it in the gym and make up for that. Like once again, all these little things are what come into play and same with nutrition, same with eating. There's so many different factors that need to be analyzed. And our goal is to optimize everything, you know, just to take everything away and just make it as easy as possible for you. So yeah, that's a great quote.
Anything yeah, to add or should I jump into mine? Let's go, buddy. Let's go. All right, so this is a quote. I, w- I finally ended up watching No Country for Old Men. Uh, it took me way too long to watch. I actually was don't know what took me so long, uh, but here we are. I watched it, and then there was a quote in one scene, and I really, really liked it. Um, essentially, you know, the, the sheriff, I forget his name, was talking to his uncle, I believe, who is in a wheelchair, and he was saying, you know, like, what would you do if you uh, caught the guy who shot you? And then the guy was like, honestly, probably nothing. He's like, you know, getting back at him or isn't going to heal me in any way, right? Like, it's not going to do anything. And uh, the quote from there was, he said, all the time you spend trying to get back what's being taken from you, there's more going out the door. And like, that's, I just think this quote is so applicable to so many people. Like, you know, especially in the blame game, you know, we always use the phrase, things don't happen to you, they happen because of you. But the blame game could be played a million ways. Like, let's say some Kyle's playing hockey and someone did a cheap shot on him and messed up his knee, and the rest of his life he goes, oh, I, I would have been fit if that guy didn't mess up my knee. I would have been a good athlete. I would have been a runner. Or, oh, I can't get in shape. My parents don't cook healthy food. Or I, I'm with roommates, and she's a chef, and, like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, it's just not the second you go blaming someone or you're just not going to win. Right. And, you know, if you try to spend time dwelling on these things, like let's say Kyle had a bad knee, he doesn't, but, or something like that, you know, the whole time you're just taking away from your own time or the, you know, the time you spend like, you know, with a tiny violin or something like that. It's about, you know, just going at moving on and you know life is as i say to everyone full of ups and downs and i think it's very important to know that and it's easy to ride highs and even you know we were talking today how literally 99 percent of like our comments on youtube and all these things are really positive supporting loving comments about how we help change people's lives and you know that one percent that one troll will like really get to us and really get in our mind and we can do the same thing with life right where if you only focus on negatives and you know you only think about what's been taken from you or what didn't go right uh you're really limiting yourself from seeing you know what is good and focusing on the good i love it man i mean why don't we even because i realize we haven't updated the podcast you know you you had a bit of a a rough week and i know instagram knows but i think you know probably i mean not yeah everyone. if like, they want to see it you can watch instagram i yeah. did a post it's just you'll see my face you can watch it uh, i mean honestly i've talked about it so much yeah so tired it really isn't the end of the world like basically just had you know some things broke had something stolen from me life goes on but bit of a buzzkill you know and it sucks but as i say to all my clients and like kind of the background is when life's going like you know million things are going wrong and once again what happened to me was really small in reference to what could be happening like you know if a client's very often clients will experience like a loss you know like a death of a parent or an animal or you know any anything like that right and when these things happen, you know, we almost just want to self-comfort ourselves yeah, or we like want to do what we yeah. think is comfortable, right? Like, you know, it makes you want to go out and just get super drunk or go out and do drugs or, you know, eat way more than you should, waste all your money. Like, just do very, you know, hedonistic, short-term solution things that will only end up hurting you in the long run. And, you know, what I always encourage people to do is, you know, don't go punishing yourself again, right? Like, if something bad happens, what good are you doing by, you know, like, skipping the gym, drinking a ton, going AWOL in your eating and every good positive habit you've had? Like, it's only, you're only going to hurt yourself more, right? And we're big believers, too, that, you know, if you just constantly do these things and, you know, you experience bad situations, so you react negatively, then you feel sad about how you reacted and you just rinse and repeat that whole cycle, right? It's like the cycle of guilt. So, you know, when things don't go your way, it's more time than ever, to stick to doing, uh, you know, your core principles and things you really believe in are good for you. I love it, man. You know, I've, 
I, I've been through a lot of things in the past where just like, it's like, oh my, you know, just whether it's an accident or whether, you know, it's falling off a motorcycle or it's just like lots of things that just like, usually, you know, we, we joke around because usually at least once a month, something just so dumb happens for me that Grandino, I'm just like, we've talked about we, yeah, yeah, we, so we obviously the Grandino, but, um, Smoking I will, the curb with your car. Yeah, like yesterday I just, I smoked <laughs> the curb with my, my freaking rims and I'm just like, I kind of was like, you know what? life goes on right but in the past i'll never forget there was one time though when i fell off my motorcycle um it just was so painful i couldn't work out i lost a lot of money that way like i was in so much pain i remember sitting in my garage and just i got a couple pints of ben and jerry's ice cream and and then even beer because i was like man this is how i'm going to cope with like everything the best and then after like a couple days i was like what am i even doing you know like and then from that point i learned like no matter what pain you're going through just no matter like when life just feels like it's not going your way it's just like josh said by feeling the need to like just making like just make it worse is not the way to do it instead by reacting to the point where like okay maybe i can't move right now but how can i help more people online or how can i do this like i know it's a lot easier said than done but like it it takes a lot of willpower to be able to just kind of like keep your head up and realize that truthfully even i've learned i think everything does happen for a reason and uh and 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 it's just better just to kind of like try to really focus on your mindset and like try not to hang your head for the next like five days and and just like stress eat and and then go over your calorie and then just then you're it's going to be so much worse you know so um i got a lot of people even telling like coming up to me and saying man the way josh handled that even just by that post and just by how everything's going i'm like you know he had his motorcycle stolen like he a lot of things have been taking place right where usually most people be like you know what i'm done like i'm not going to talk to anyone for a week you know i'm not going to show up for work and stuff so yeah i just think it's pretty powerful and i think um a lot of people can learn from that and yeah, like life, in my opinion, is a big balance of, you know, balancing what you want to do and what you should do. And I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, like, and once again, you have to think about, you know, are your wants founded? Like in the sense of, you know, if I want to, I don't know, go do something really dumb, it's probably better not to do that thing, right? Whereas if you want to do something that's, you know, reasonable and fine, absolutely go for it. But, you know, just because that negative thing happened, you know, just because you want to go out and do all these crazy things that are kind of like self-sabotaging, you have to think of the consequence of it and go, ah, eh, it's probably not better. I'm going to do what I should. Stick to those principles. You know, that's going to take me a long way. And yeah, just something we're, we're big believers in. I think, once again, you could apply this in a million different ways and everyone could too. Like once I, and there's so many examples, but I'm sure everyone kind of gets the, the gist of it. Yeah. I love it, man. All right. Kind of, that was kind of the thought section as well. And kind of the client shout out, I guess. Yeah, I love it. So we kind of covered all of that, but I know Kyle has one more note that's Just, kind of on his mind. Yeah. One other thing as I was driving, uh, I was listening to a, a podcast, uh, Josh recommended it to me. Um, Joe Rogan um, had a podcast with Kevin Hart. So I listened to the first one, which was a year ago, and then he just came out with another one like a couple days ago uh, or maybe a week or two ago. And, um, you know, for those of you who know Kevin Hart, he's freaking hilarious. And he um, went through a lot of issues. I know it came from his back. I believe like he was in a pretty bad car accident. Um, I'm not sure how bad, like I know it was bad, like he could barely walk and stuff. And he had a point where like he said that, um, you never realize, and this is like, everyone can apply this to their life right now, like how being strong and just having a strong back and strong legs and strong core and, and all that stuff can like impact how you recover from an incident like that. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because a lot of people will start their fitness journey, they'll do their weight workouts, they'll do their like cardio stuff. And then like when, uh, and this goes back to the consistency thing, when they don't see a specific number 
um, or like the way their shape looks change, they give up. But at the end of the day, I think one of the biggest things everyone can realize is that if you just keep like doing the movements that are going to strengthen your muscles, strengthen the um, just every area, like when you're 70 years old, when you're 60, when you do you know, knock on wood, get in that car accident, like you're going to be able to recover so much better and you're just, you're going to be in such a better place. So instead of shifting, instead of just thinking that, Hey, it's only about the scale, 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 scale. Think about how you're strengthening just every part of your muscle. When you do do those strength training workouts, when you do stay consistent with the gym. And I think just a lot of people need to get out of that like mindset of, Hey, if I don't lose three pounds this week, I'm going to quit instead of, Hey, I'm going to strengthen my muscles and strengthen my body. And just like, you know, do these cardio things so I can walk up the stairs and play with my kids. Like there's so much more to your fitness journey than just that single number that everyone seems to care about. And, uh, I just thought it was cool because he said it impacted him so much and like he's like man i never realized like how important it is just to like even after that he just went back to like strength training like crazy so like in case anything ever happened he could get out of it he could be there for his kids he could recover and he could just be able to walk even like it's just really powerful yeah and i guess even one more add-on thought for me is uh if you can look at you know instead of negative things as you know horrible and that's it look at them as challenges you know and Doing that is probably one of the best things I've done retroactively in my life. Uh, when something bad happens or you have adversity, you, you say, okay, sick. Like all the guns are pointing at me. Like what can I do to beat this? You know, and like it can, you can gamify even horrible things. And even for me, that's why I'm like, ah, eh, at least it's a good message, you know, for like Instagram. And, you know, it shows it's a time for me to really practice what I preach and show, hey, crap happens, like move on. Um, you know, and even in the past, like with my surgery, I'm like, okay, if I'm gonna have the surgery, sucks I have to have this, you know, it's just something genetic that wasn't working for me really, I guess. And I'm like, oh, sick, whatever. Let's see if I can come back to the gym and be stronger than ever. And of course, you know, I've now twice in a row hit higher PRs than I ever have in my entire life. And I can say I'm stronger, you know, even with that hernia surgery inguinal, which is like your lower kind of abdomen region there. So they kind of slice through that. It's very painful. It's hard to walk for a while, um, but I overcame it and now I'm chilling. I'm stronger than ever um, and I feel great. And like, because of that attitude I had toward it, it was so much better. Like, cause I made a video on it and people comment on it and they'll say, Hey, I had it done a year ago. Like, do you think it's safe for me to go to the gym now? I still haven't really gone outside and done anything. And I'm thinking, what the heck? Like for me, it's been a year and like, I know everyone's different too. Like if obviously age, you know, health, these things, but you look at the adversity that comes, the challenges that come, like even if you have to be super honest, right, with yourself and like, for instance, like let's say you're you're really overweight, like perhaps it's worth saying, I'm really overweight, like I have an addiction to food or I really do not like doing exercise or no matter what it is and like say this and then say, okay, I have the challenge now, like am I gonna do what I need to do to actually lose weight? Like am I actually gonna, you know, get at it, right? Like so these are some really, really good ways of, you know, flipping rhetoric, uh, rhetoric and switching from being a victim to being someone who uh, who takes action. And um, a quote I heard today, another bonus quote is, you can't address what you don't confess. Oh, yeah. I love right? that. I heard that too. Kyle, <laughs> we were listening to the same podcast. Yeah, and That but, was so good. So think about that. Everyone really take a second. You know, you can't address what you can't don't confess. Like, be honest with yourself. Are you someone who really likes food to the point where you use it as a self reward and you have you struggle with you know monitoring yourself you know maybe it's time to get on a regimen or you know control what's in your house or start logging or most importantly like hire a coach like if you're someone who's for years said i'm going to get in shape i'm going to you know stick to an eating plan i'm going to lose weight i'm going to gain muscle 
and you've never done it and you don't think you will do it and you don't think you're serious about doing that change that's where you have to hire a coach and get someone going you know even myself and kyle have looked at this with like areas of our business like you know for us we have a we're not always the most motivated to post on social media when we're doing so many social medias and we're thinking okay you know like if we're not gonna do it maybe it's time we kind of hire someone to help us with that you know and really get that side of things going and you know there's nothing to be ashamed of with saying hey this isn't a strength of mine you know this is something i need to confess can you help me with that right and especially when you have great access to such good people and such good coaches i mean if you look at our instagram or our website you can see literally the hundreds of people we've transformed the words of everyone like once again like you you'll see everything going on there and we'll take very very good care of you but so once again anything in your life you know if you suck with money you got to confess that to yourself say it out loud work it out uh if you know you suck with relationships or maybe that's something you want to invest in and work on you know like just all these things so just another one yeah, if you drink too much coffee, then, uh, you know, it's never going to get better well, until that, you address I, I, it. Because I always say I'm pretty good with it. And I listened to another podcast, and he was saying how he purposely did no coffee, no alcohol in January. And I've always said, nah, I'm pretty good with coffee. I'm pretty balanced, you know, and I, I could stop it if I want to. But I haven't done it in a long time. So I don't know if I can. So, like, even when I heard that and I heard this, I thought, man, maybe i got to confess that. Maybe I am a little, like, reliant on it. Like next week or, you know, what? okay, I'll, I'll do it next week since everyone motivated me. Jeez. Next week I will fiend off caffeine for a whole week. Um, I'll probably die. My next podcast might suck. Dang. And that means no pre-workout, no caffeine, no nothing. But I've always said I would, but to cut it to zero, I don't know. But so confessing these things is where you'll really learn to be in control of yourself and apply it with uh, other people. That's commitment, bro. I love All it. All right, I'll start next Sunday. That'll be rough. Let's see it. Let's see it. Um... <laughs> Okay, I, so I, into questions, right? I want I want to say the same, but I don't, I'm kind of scared right now. You got right, 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 to okay. commit. All right. Okay, no, no. Josh said he's doing it. Okay, I'm gonna do it. So no caffeine, right? For one week. week. One, oh my gosh. No pre. Okay. No. Co- if you want to do it with us, do it with us. We're gonna All start right. the 21st. Um, oh man. We're gonna start the 21st, and we're gonna be done on the 28th. So let's see if we live. So I really suggest weaning off it. Oh, but this is starting on the 22nd. Okay, so yeah, starting on the 22nd, let's see if you can do it with us for a full week. So here's the thing is right now I'm a little nervous. You know, I'm kind of getting a bit like uh, uncomfortable because it's something that's very uncomfortable and I'm going to do it. And this is what I always say. Even if someone inquires like for coaching or like just wants help, I say, hey, if you're feeling a little uncomfortable right now, even to send that message or even just to reach out or to actually sign up, it's probably a good sign. So yeah, going back to the coffee thing. I love that. Okay, so we're going to do challenge. If anyone wants to join in from the 22nd, the day you're hearing this, um, obviously you probably want to start on the next day. Uh, all the way to the 29th. Oh, man. So this will be a little bit of a fun challenge. And hey, like sometimes you got to do these things that are uncomfortable. And by doing these things, it's going to help you grow. It's going to help you go to the next level. Um, but that's a, a big thing too. And, you know, if you're kind of scared to be like, ooh, if I hire a coach, like is he actually going to call me out? Is he going to actually put me on the right path and make me fix the things I'm not good with? Like if you feel scared with that right now and you're unsure, that's how you know you need coaching. Like to me, that tells me right away, you know, you need it. So being honest with yourself and getting at it. Uh, and now here we are. We're, we're being honest and we're, we're big fans in practicing what we preach. Um, so here we go. I love it. Okay, so the first question we have are, how t- do you have any tips on how to handle situations for social gatherings that are coming up? Yeah, so uh, this was uh, asked. I got a lot of good questions in my check-ins this past weekend. So I was like, you know what? These I think everyone needs to hear these questions. So this was from my client, Elise. Um, I, for me personally, I know Josh will have probably a similar answer. 
Um, I'm just like such a firm believer in just allocating calories for those social gatherings because like obviously we're doing the 60 day challenge like it doesn't mean you're going to be able to have brownies or something but like let's say if like it fits in your you know clean eating type thing like to have like you know just some extra calories that are obviously healthier um, I'm totally down for it like you know um, I just always what I try to do is I have a light breakfast so usually Right now I'm on about 2,200 calories or 2,300 calories, I guess, on average. Um, I'll have like maybe a 400 calorie smoothie. Um, I'll load up the protein, make sure I'm having about 50 grams. For lunch, it's gonna be pretty light, like lots of veggies, lots of protein. And then I'll leave like anywhere from 1,000 to like 1,200, just knowing that like, I'm not gonna be sitting there just eating broccoli, chicken and rice. Like I still wanna have fun. I still wanna reach my goals. Um, and I still wanna just try whatever else, you know, your your grandma or your aunt or like whoever made um, without having to turn it down. Obviously, Obviously, um, there's so many different ways to address this, but that's just always what's worked best for me. It's what has allowed me to feel best um, and still just stay on track and just create a lifestyle. Like I just, I know what, I know it's happening. I know I'm going to have maybe, you know, one burger and like one sausage or whatever it is, and I'm going to allocate it. And, uh, and it just feels great. And I, I go to bed knowing, Hey, I'm still on track with my goals and I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm still being able to be flexible and have fun. Yeah, well said. Very well said. Yeah. I think we talked about this one even recently, so I know Kyle's answer was mucho bueno. I mean, yeah, I agree with everything. I think, you know, just, you know, not teamwork makes the dream work. Preparation makes the dream work. Like, once again, you just can't be naive. And this is the same thing with confession. If, like, I know I'm going to a social event and I eat, like, normal all day, I literally know I will not succeed. 100%. Like, it's just, it's so obvious. And everyone knows it, too. And they, like, just being ignorant to it won't make it go away. Whereas if, like, I actually prep and, like Kyle said, it's like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I'm going to leave as many calories as I can. I'm going to eat all my protein earlier in the day. I'm going to have tons of veggies so I feel full even with my last food. Then when I go out, I'm going to eat something just before, some veggies or some protein so I'm not as hungry to go crazy. I'm going to set clear-cut limits and then I'm going to have a great time. Like, that's how you succeed. And by being honest like that is exactly what you need to do. It's not, like, what you should do. It's what you need to do because if you don't, you're going to end up being that person, you know, that wishy-washy person who does great during the week you lose some weight put it back on on the weekend rinse and repeat and before you know it like you know you have this very kind of awkward looking body things aren't really coming to you have really mismanaged you know like a kind of reward and punishment systems for yourself and this is going to be one of the most detrimental and negative things so if you're in that trap once again that's one of the main things we help people with is you definitely want to avoid that yeah and in the past i've made the mistake of um saying, you know what, if it's a barbecue, I'm just gonna, you know, bring some chicken breasts or like tell them to, to do some chicken breasts so I can only have that. And, and I'm just like, and it never worked. Like Josh said, like, you know, then, then the potato salad or whatever comes out and you're just like, oh, I'll try this. And then you end up being like a thousand calories over. And then it's just like, it's Saturday night, but then Sunday comes and you're like, you know what? I was over yesterday. I may as well go over today and then start fresh Monday. It's just, if you can be proactive and just plan, and we all know when the events are coming up um, and, and just allocate those calories to the best of your ability, like you're, it, it's a way to create an awesome lifestyle. And um, that's just what's worked best for me and what I suggest everyone doing as well. Beauty, what's next? Um, so this was asked by Courtney. Um, this is kind of a similar question. I know, um, yeah, I think it's still a good question though. So um, how do I deal, how do, you, how do you deal, she actually asked, like how do you deal with pre-planning for macros? Um, do you do it the day of, the day before? Like what do you, what do, you do? Um, this, I figure this is a good question. I kind of want to see what your, what your thoughts are on like, you know, like I know. When do I pre-plan? Yeah, like when do you do it? Do you just wake up and start logging or do you do it as uh -huh. you go about or like 
What I'm your- I'm at a point like where I've I've done this just for so long yeah. that I, I kind of know like foods are like little blocks to me like bricks. I kind of know like if I have this brick, it's got this much protein. This brick, and then like a lot of the time, you know, I'll just know if I have them near the end of the day. I'll be like, okay, slap it in, and like it's always perfect. Like it's just gone to the point where I'm pretty good with it. But if you're new, like to anyone, I recommend the morning. And even for me, I, I have the absolute most success. In the morning, just start roughly planning out your day. Like there's no, you know, it's not it's not a constant. Like if I log my day and my lunch changes, Kyle goes, yo, I really want a burrito today. It's like, cool. Delete the shawarma, put in the burrito, right? Done, you know? And then for dinner, like I have something long, doesn't work out. Cool, I'll change it, boom. But as long as it's prepared before or you log it before it goes in your mouth, you can't fail. You know, and even I've had times where if I've been serious about cutting, like I, my only option is a, like a Chipotle bowl or something, and I only have like 600 calories, it comes down to it. You know, I might only be able to eat like three-fourths of that bowl and save some for tomorrow and all the better, I got more food, right? But as long as you plan it before, if I didn't plan it before and I just ate that entire bowl, I'd be over and I'd be like, oh, shoot, I'm over. And then a lot of people go, oh, I'm over. I may as well get a milkshake too. And then like it just becomes this whole cycle. So once again, like being honest, once again, you know, confessing and planning. And if you're someone too who, who struggles with self-control, just log it all before, know your exact parameters, you know, have an exact kind of plan and guide or instructions rather for the day to follow. And then when I know, okay, sick, like, for me even, like I know I have a meal prep left, an RX bar and a smoothie. I can have those when I want. I just get them sometime in the day. I know exactly what I can have. I'm not gonna go over it because I know what things I'm having. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. And, uh, and I, I really wanted this answered because um, you know, things definitely change as your fitness journey kind of goes on. Like five years ago, I would have said, you know, before I go to bed, that's one of the things I do, you know, before, before I just wake up. It's just like pre, pre-planned the night before. But, you know, as we kind of just become more comfortable and just get like used to eating the same type of things, you know, like, as I mentioned before, like I know my smoothie is usually around 400 calories. My lunch, you know, is always around 800. And then I just leave that thousand calorie for like nighttime for dinner for like, no matter what happens, I'm going to be able to adapt and just kind of make sure to figure it out, whether it's like one less plate or just and that's the thing is just setting yourself up for success but if you also kind of just have that big massive breakfast and then go about your lunch and then like you just have that dinner pop up and it's just i i personally have kind of gone about just going about it my day but like i've also done it for so many years that like it's just it's very easy but just planning ahead sets you up for such success and uh that was a great question it was a really great question um so this was from Young, uh, and you know I wanted to ask this uh, for Josh to answer. I know we made a YouTube video on this here and there with different things, but it's good for the podcast. Um, how would I get blockier abs? So he's currently doing it two times per week. You know he's doing the Russian twists and stuff, um, all those good exercises. But obviously it's at home, like it's not like he has you know cables or anything like that. Um, he's just wondering like how to kind of really get those abs to like look blocky like Josh's and. Um, yeah, I wanted to ask him this question uh, for all of you as well. I'm very torn on this one. I think a lot of abs and a lot of ab makeup is very genetic. You know, I think you kind of have to work with the structure you have and then develop out of that, um, you know. But more than anything, like if you want really dense, thick looking abs, you just got to keep training them and stay consistent, you know, with everything. Like 
over the longer I've done it, the more visible and visible they've been at any body fat. You know, I've just worked really hard and, you know, especially doing really heavy compounds, I find is just a great way of bracing, right? So when you're bracing, you're flexing your abs, you're putting them under tension against weight to stabilize your spine and your torso and keep them in an optimal position to stay upright. And from that, you will get a lot of indirect work. Um, you know, past that, I really do like cable crunch. Uh, you really have to play with it to get the form down, but I'm a really big fan of it because you can get a lot of challenge and a lot of stimulus uh, towards the mus uh, muscle group. But unfortunately, a ton of it, in my opinion, will really come down to genetics, um, like I said, but I do definitely believe you can develop them up just like any other muscle. So, you know, if you really want to give them extra, extra, extra love, there's more than I even do, but you know, you do all your compounds. I would hit them about three times a week. Uh, you know, make sure you're doing some heavy weighted crunches, you know, make sure you're doing some obliques, make sure you're doing some lower abs and, you know, make sure you're really flexing them during the day and they should definitely start to pop up. Beauty. I love it. Um, we got another question from him as well. This was in the check and he said, how would I get more defined arms? Uh, like us so he he basically was just wondering like Josh and myself how to get arms that are nice and defined How do I get biceps like Kyle? How do you get I don't have good biceps. <laughs> I have good shoulders. Josh has Josh has yeah, uh, I feel like biceps. your biceps are fine. You just don't want to flex them or something. No, it's just like the way they're like it's in inserts and like the way my shoulders are like my shoulders take over Anyways, I'm just trying to flex my biceps, but they're kind of tiny but um, I don't know. I mean I, I for me personally. I've always just as I go about my cut, it's just so funny. I know my body so well. Like, at what exact weight does the, does the arm start to get shredded and the shoulders? And then like, it's just as as my body fat decreases. Truthfully, like if I'm at 190, I know nothing's happening. I'm just kind of like a blob. But then as I go down, like now that I'm under 170, the arms start to get really lean, really shredded. The shoulders start to pop. As I get under 165, it gets even crazier. And then once I hit under 160, abs start coming in. And um, that's just kind of how it works for me but truthfully it's just losing that body fat and the way like my body fat's distributed i do have a bit of an unfair advantage of having kind of leaner arms um whereas josh has more of an unfair advantage just having like abs at you know 210 plus pounds and i'm gonna have to be 155 to see my abs um and i just think personally a lot of it comes down to genetics and also just losing that body fat percentage and young did ask this question i know first-hand experience that once he gets to a certain point his arms start to look way leaner way more shredded obviously you can do curls and and push downs and tricep stuff till you're black and blue and i think those are great to make sure that they are being worked and um and being targeted but i think just a lot of it comes down to just kind of keep going and uh and whatnot um to get that body fat down absolutely that's very well said you know we all have our advantages we all have our strengths we have our weak spots you know if you have a strong muscle group you can really aim to really blast that out or maybe you can spend less attention on it and really double down on those weaker spots but you can definitely bring them up just with a little more tlc you know even um, one of my clients this week said hey like i've noticed the front of my shoulder is really big and it pops out but the back doesn't pop out at all like what can I do? And I'm like, okay, well, maybe we're not getting enough of, uh, you know, response from the Rudelt work I have in your routine. So for her, you know, directly, I said, you know, what I want you to do is on all of your upper days, just go ahead and add the following three exercises. Obviously, I gave her the reps and everything for it, but you know, face pulls, bent over rear fly, and then the cross arm cable rear delt. And I'm like, you know, just give it that little bit of extra, you know, focus and attack, and you'll start to see them pop out. But this was a fantastic episode with some amazing questions. And what's great is we have a really really good list 
of questions for the future here, which uh, is pretty exciting. So if you'd like to submit your questions, you know, it really means the world when you actually give us something to work off of, or if you have any question at all, or we can help you in any way, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Colossus Fit. Our door is always open. We're happy to help. We want to see everyone succeed. And once again, you know, if you're ready to take that leap and you're ready to get in the best shape of your life, optimize your journey, have access to the best resources, the newest science, the accountability of a coach, definitely get started with coaching. Just DM us to learn more on Instagram at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Just message us, learn more, and we can kind of give you some more info on how to get started with that. And as always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope we could bring enough value to help you all become fitter, healthier, and happier within your fitness journey and lifestyle. And if you could, we have an amazing goal right now of 200 reviews on iTunes so more people can discover this show. And it would mean the world if you could take some time to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can do that by going ahead to the App Store and downloading the podcasting app, searching Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, clicking five stars, doing a short little write-up. And for doing that, we actually want to get some free gifts sent out to you. So in order to claim those gifts, leave that review, take a screenshot, post it to your story, and tag our Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L. O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T and for being an amazing person and helping us you know get to this goal and sticking around during this podcast we're gonna get some absolutely 100% free stuff sent out to you thank you so much for listening see you in the next episode